Welcome to Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show, the digital marketer's guide to emerging technology, covering blockchain, cryptocurrency, and social media disruption. Hey there, I'm Erin Sell, your host of the show. This week, we will be discussing how to reach five to six figure months in the midst of a pandemic, consistently bringing in 10K a month, and the mindset needed to achieve business and financial goals with Rahul Aleem. Before we get to the interview, I wanted to let you know that if you're interested in getting started with podcasting, if you need help with producing your podcast, we can help. We currently edit, produce, and market one of the top cryptocurrency and blockchain podcasts and can help you get your podcast off the ground. Contact us today via email if you're interested. Socially Powered can publish, edit, produce, and market your podcast from start to finish. We only need you to create the content. In today's episode, we are speaking with Rahul Aleem. He is the founder of Custom Creatives, a digital marketing agency that connects companies with their dream clients. He has helped brands such as Realtor.com, Geico, Advertise.com, Reach Local, and thousands of local businesses. With over 16 years experience running his own agency, he now coaches agency owners to grow six-figure businesses with his proven GSD sales method, that is get shit done. His real talk yields real results. So let's go ahead and get right to it. Well, welcome. I am excited to have Rahul Aleem here with us today for the Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this. Yeah, me too. I've been I've been looking forward to it. So we connected via a podcast host and guest uh, connection website called Podcast Match. And um, when I when I saw your profile, I was like, yeah, cool. This is perfect for my audience. And I think people really like what you have to say. So why don't you tell everybody just a little bit of background about you and, and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I go way back. So I might be a dinosaur in this industry. So I started uh, at a company called realtor.com and I, sh- I quit. And in 2004 is when I started the agency. Um, and then I really started operating at the very beginning of 2005. And I just came up with an idea to help real estate agents at the time um, digitize their businesses. And what that turned into is from doing like graphics and marketing and um, SEO and pay-per-click ads to kind of creating this full service agency, then we broadened it to really any type of industry. Um, And then over the course of the last two to three years, um, we were just kind of helping coach entrepreneurs that were in the digital space, but they were just really stuck. They were working with a client, not getting paid. Their invoices would go out, but they never received the check or they were underpricing their services or they were just focused on way too much and couldn't really keep up with the the servicing and really hiring really good talent. Um, So then we just started helping people just, and then it naturally turned into a coaching business. So we started a company called Custom Creatives. Um, and then we have our, our coaching business, which is called the GSD, and it stands for Get Shit Done. Right, which is funny because we are recording via uh, video, and I see your, your sign behind you, 
it's it's close to that it's uh get it done but yeah yeah i did that just for videos when i do videos i don't want it to get flagged <laughs> right right that makes sense that makes sense one of the things that that really like piqued my interest about you is you know obviously we're going through a worldwide pandemic right now and one of the topics that you talk about is how you were able to help people reach five and six figure months throughout this pandemic. And I just have to say thank you again for being here today because I know you aren't feeling well and are probably going to go get a test after, after we finish up. Yeah, no, no problem. This is my pleasure. Um, but yeah, helping people get past themselves. So like number one is whenever we're meeting or talking to anybody, whether it's a student or we're doing a webinar or whatnot, I mean, we really want to focus on like, what's their mindset like? Like where, what do they specialize in and really get clear on the big promise that you can really deliver? Because as entrepreneurs, the one thing we're not short of is ideas, but what it sacrifices is execution. So we're executing too much at one time, really kind of jumping on a treadmill and staying in place. So we really want to identify like, what do you really like to do? Who do you really serve? Are you in that market because you want to be or should you be in a totally different market because you got to like what you do to be able to serve that audience the best. So mindset, it goes, I mean, it's now becoming really, really big and predominant in entrepreneurship, which that should have been taught in school. And I, I can't focus, I can't tell how big mindset has been for us. That's why when I see that sign, it really just reminds me just focus on the most important thing that's going to be the MMA the money making activities so in order to do so we do two things like my my focus has always been two things fulfillment has not been one of them I don't really worry about fulfillment it sounds crazy to say and maybe crazy to hear but if you don't have traffic going to you and you don't have then that means you can't get on book demo calls you can't do any intros then therefore you can't do sales and then you have this life of empty calendars and then you have this life of like, hey, I've, I'm working harder on my own agency than I am at another job and I'm making way less. So then it feels like you're on this empty island all by yourself. Uh, but the reality is, is once you get clear on like what your offer is, keep it super simple. In fact, I'll give away um, something for free that may help you get more clear for, for your business and especially for your clients um, that you can use as a little bit of a roadmap. And I call it my seven figure funnel map. Um, but the, but those are the main pillars first is mindset, have a good offer, get in front of ideal prospects because we have like these platforms like LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram where everybody's on these platforms in different industries and you're just a button away to get into their ecosystem by friending them, right? So the more people you friend that you want to sell to, the more of a network you're building and the more relevant content you put on your platforms, the more of authority you look like. And then if you did this thing called direct messaging and came up with a crafty, unique way to develop that relationship, then you're building this like monster that we didn't have before. Like when I started, the only thing I knew was cold calling. I would just hop on the internet just, and that was my list. We would just go one by one, cold call, cold call, cold call. And because my background was working at realtor.com, I was already accustomed to it. Nowadays, we can just now do DMs, we can do friend requests, we can go in Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups. And if we do Facebook lives, you can be the authority. And then who knows, maybe that high ticket client sees it at the right place at the right time. And now you have a 5k a month client, you have a 1k a month client, 
And now you have a champion of your brand that can get your referrals. So there's, there's a nice little process to this whole thing. Um, but those are the first couple things that we teach. And just to summarize, it's basically um, get traffic, practice your sales skills, have a core offer and just be laser focused and withstand the course because there is going to be ups and downs no matter what level you're at. Because when, it, when you're at a new level, there's a new devil there too. Um, so you just always have to withstand things because after you're by yourself and you're growing, then your next stage is going to become the leader, the CEO, because you're going to have to start hiring and leading staff and investing in your people. So they do all the work for you and build your business for you. Right. And then you can just, you know, go travel around and go on vacation. Travel the world, play golf, surf, whatever right. it is your heart right. desires, or build the business even further, yep. depending on what your goals are. And keep in mind, your goals are for you. I would never play comparison to somebody else, like whether it's a Gary Vee or, or the friend that posts $10,000 days all the time. Be you, um, focus on yourself because then you'll drive yourself crazy. Right. I love that. And I love what you said about uh, the focus on the niche and make sure that it's something that actually interests you. I know for me, I mean, I've changed my business over, you know, over the years, I've been in business for almost seven years now on my own. And it definitely is one of the most important things when I've worked with people that didn't resonate with me, it was so much more challenging than if I was actually interested and enjoyed, you know, the businesses that I was working with. Totally. I mean, because it allow, when you're niched, it allows you to productize an offer right. because like, imagine if you, let's just give an example of like, let's say personal injury lawyers, let's say you're running a campaign for them, whether it's Facebook ads, SEO, or Google ads really doesn't matter. Once you've cracked the code once, now you can templatize the process and write a standard operating procedure, just a little checklist. This isn't like something fancy and it's not like a dissertation or a PhD paper. This is just the easiest way to put a checklist together. So when you get the next client, the process is much quicker. The communication is more seamless. And then when you get the next client, it gets even more efficient. Kind of like when, when the mile was being broken, they said that it could never be broken under four minutes and they got broken twice in like within a week. Um, so same thing with a, with an SOP or a checklist, you just create this checklist and then guess what happens? Your, your price may slightly go up because now you have a lot of value because you have a proven record on a, on one account, but then the time to execute just went down. And then some of those tasks in this little checklist can be delivered to somebody else. Like you can say, Hey, virtual assistant or Hey, personal assistant sitting next to me, um, please make sure that we get access to the client's information, all their ad accounts, all that kind of information that can take you hours, weeks, days, months, sometimes depending on the, the client um, and their communication. But now you can kind of leverage assistance by using this checklist. When this is done, check it off. When this right. is done, check it off. So we just simplify the process versus try to go overboard and overcomplicate things. But yeah, when you're niched, like if I didn't niche down in the beginning, I probably wouldn't be on this podcast. Um, I was lucky enough to just find myself in a niche just because of my background. And then once I started having success, I broadened out a little bit. So I still have my same niche from 2004, which is real estate. And then I also have a different channel, which is really broad where we do marketing for coaches, consultants, dentists, lawyers, you name the industry, we probably do it. Um, but had I not niched, man, I would probably, like I said, not be here. It allowed us to make multi-millions of dollars just in one category with a very simple service offering. Nice. 
Are there specific tools that you recommend people use for, you know, those checklists and SOPs? Yeah, I mean, I'm old school. So I start off just on an old school whiteboard or a piece of paper. I write things down. The reason I write things down is because I'm trying to think methodically. And for me, when I write stuff down, I also have a tendency to remember it. And then it just allows me to be second nature, spit it out in order. And that's really what I like to do. I try to use that as my practice run. And then I move it over to a Google sheet for the whole team. Um, and, and that's really how simple I like to keep the SOPs. Um, you can do these in tools like Asana or Basecamp or any of your project management tools. So you can kind of just push a button and replicate it. Uh, but for the most part, we use Google Sheets. And then if, the, if it's a client-facing document, then we use the project management tool. So we have our templates in it. We use personally Basecamp. Um, so we like it. So we just create a to-do list and a template with all these boxes. So when we create a new project, it automatically imports into the project. Nice. So another thing that um, we had talked about was, or that you've been doing is, what are your tips for consistently bringing in 10K a month? Yeah. Okay. So let's first define your audience. Like, like, let's say like if everybody gets out a piece of paper and like wherever you're watching this, you can hit pause or fast forward or whatever, or go back to this particular section. But the first thing I want to do is understand who my client is. So if I'm going to go after like, let's say personal injury attorneys, I want to maybe go on to avo.com or a site that has a lot of attorneys. And then I may do some research, like where do they advertise and then do some Googling, like what are the problems going like an answers page, like Quora or something, and maybe do a little bit of research to identify what the pains are. What is it? Are they paying? Do they feel like they're paying too much? Do they feel like they don't have transparency? Do they feel like nothing's working and they can't track everything? So now you can craft your story around those pains. And now the next step is if you want to do this without cold calling, you go on to Facebook, you go into lawyer groups and you start friending a bunch of attorneys. Then what you're going to do is you're going to start posting valuable content that talks specifically to solving the pains you've done in your research. And if you get no likes or traffic or anything on these videos at first, guess what? It's around the corner. Nobody knows you yet. So stay the course. Don't get frustrated. Vanity metrics don't matter at this point. You're building a repertoire of an audience in a new niche if you're starting from scratch. And that's perfectly fine. Um, over time, you'll be thought of as the expert because guess what? When people see your stuff, just because they didn't like or comment doesn't mean they didn't see it. You're now just developing your relationship with them. You just became right. a news broadcaster of the news of marketing to the niche and you're starting to position and create brand awareness. Yeah. Uh, what's the, what's the saying that you have to, you have to have so many touch points with somebody before they'll actually end up buying from you as a 11. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody has a different number. Yeah, we, we all have a different number. And, and, and like, let's say, for example, like, here's like a ninja tool, like whenever, if you're in another group, I mean, and you see somebody in that's an ideal customer of yours, maybe go friend them immediately, like a bunch of their posts, so your name pops up in their alert threads. Right. Um, when they accept your friendship request, just shoot them a DM, like a nice little message. Just say, hey, I saw you in this group and you have this question. Um, I'd be happy to answer for it if you're still looking for a solution to this problem. 
And then you can start up a dialogue and that quickly you can just say, Hey, maybe it's maybe try to answer it on a voice memo. And if you have some good engagement saying, Hey, um, let's hop on a quick call for 15 minutes. Cause it'll, Cause it'll probably be easier. And then you can start to transition the relationship from cold to slowly get more intimate. And then from there you have a high ticket potential client where you can be charging them whatever you feel you're worth. So if you're brand new, you may want to charge a little bit less, maybe not like an expert. And if you're like a rookie, like a rookie contract in, in a sport, you get the first contract, it might be smaller. And once you prove yourself, now you get a bigger contract. Um, and you can follow that model because I, I, when I've, when I've coached a couple of students, they've come in and they, they want to be on the same chapter as we are. Um, and I'm like, well, we're, we're 14 or 15 years ahead of you. Let's okay. start where you are. So you don't get frustration. You don't get burnout. You see the success and the metrics. Once we get some testimonials, some proof, some confidence in your team, then we're going to level you up. Then we're going to work on your price structure. Then we're going to work on your Ascension model and how to upsell. Um, and, and, and that's really kind of the whole teachings that we go through our agency where we didn't really have, when we started any real mentors that really kind of like took us by the horns other than my dad, my dad's an incredible entrepreneur when he was running a business. So I kind of like learned by just being like my babysitter was like underneath my desk at my mom's office, just hearing business deals. So subliminally it kind of probably crept into my brain at an early age, right. but, but um, the, the fastest way to 10K is make it a contact sport, get in front of your audience, have a very, very simple to understand offer that solves a problem. And if you're charging $1,000 and you reach out to 800 people in a month, all you need is 10. It's that simple. Break down your metrics. It's right. not impossible because I've done it alone. Um, in fact, my very first month just off cold calling, we did approximately 30 grand and that was over a decade ago. Um, all off cold calling, all off one product, all off one solution to a pain. That's impressive. I just want to say in support of what you were, what you were talking about, and we talk about it on the show all the time, is that it really all goes back to, back to relationship marketing. It's about building that relationship with, with people. Uh, otherwise, I don't think any business happens. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like a lot, like you can, like, once you take that model, I'm glad you just said that because there's brands like Nike and there's brands like Starbucks. Uh, they didn't start off building a relationship with us. They built their brand. People got to know them, like them and trust them. Right. So, so that's what we're doing the same way. We're kind of taking a dating model. We're, we're introducing ourselves digitally. We're starting a nice conversation with another human on the other side. It's not this bot or, or AI driven thing. These are people having human conversations. And then we're just seeing if we can even help them. Um, and one of the key things that I learned from my very first job, um, and I was selling credit card processing, which was like a really tenacious industry, very competitive. Um, and we would just get a big list of DBAs and, and start to cold call. And the boss at that company, the first thing he said is don't get emotionally attached to any sale because you can't get attached if you never had it anyways. Because I always would hear like, oh, I just lost this sale. I'm like, oh, did they sign the contract and they retracted it? And they're like, no, um, they, I almost had them. I'm like, okay, that's what he meant is don't get emotionally attached because when you're emotionally attached, then, then you're a very pushy person. You're a product pusher versus the solution provider. Um, and that's really at the heart of what we are is that we, we understand what the pain is of the customer. We dig into the pain to see like, hey, if, if you don't solve this, what could be the potential consequences, let's say a year down the road, 
because if it's if it's holding you back in a year from now, what do you? Th- how big do you think that problem could be? And then once they understand how big and immediate it needs to be solved, then you've now positioned yourself as a solution provider. And that's really the most important thing to sales is being able to demonstrate the gap. And, and there's a book called Gap Selling, which is a great one to listen to, um, where, where there's techniques and, and solutions on how to kind of handle those problems where you hear a pain and you stay focused on the pain because mm-hmm. we don't want to over, overlook that. Like when you hear like a real estate broker saying like, yeah, my goal is to go from four to 12 agents. A lot of people will go to the next question on their list. We want to understand like, well, why that goal? And like, well, I'm working 24 seven. I'm like, well, what's that doing for you? He's like, well, my health is now not is shot because I can't really do like much. I'm like really going to fall off the wagon if I don't start doing this. I'm like, well, what else would that cause? Well, I don't get to see my family. I'm like, well, what will that cause? So now we've identified like, hey, this, this one answer just evoked maybe the true reason of why they need this solution to go from four to 12. And then we dig into like financially, what would that do for you? Personally, what would that do for you? Work-wise, what would that do for you? When do you want to achieve this goal? How long has it been on your mind? Have you even found a solution that's been viable yet? So we have like these series of questions that kind of like dig into and open the gap because now we found an opportunity where our solution could be um, the right remedy for this problem that they're having. Um, cause we don't want to, we don't want to solve for, um, like a little bandaid. We want to solve for a root cause because if we get down to the root cause of what's causing this, then we can explain it to the client and then they'll be able to say, Hey, you know what? This is really painful. This is the right time. You sound like you're the right solution. Let's give it a whirl. I love that. Uh, reminds me of, I've, I remember hearing this at some point along the way, and that is, um, ask why and then ask why five more times to really drill down to what the actual why is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the simple way I just kind of explained it to people early on is like, like imagine if you have kids and they want to have ice cream for dinner and you're like, no, you can't have ice cream for dinner. And they'll be like, but why? I want ice cream. We're like, well, you have to eat your meal for us, but why? So like the right. kid, like going back to the simplicity of being a child, I like that. Like ask why five times, just kind of dig in have and have a natural conversation because a lot of people are scared. They feel like it's a challenge, like two lawyers going at it on two sides of the table. At this stage, you're the doctor, they're the patient or in the in the discovery mode where we're just trying to understand who this person is what makes them tick why they even booked this call um, why why they want to improve their life or their situation you're really like the nurse and the doctor you're just kind of going through the procedures on your checklist and just saying all right what have you done for marketing why hasn't that worked and just kind of going through this documentation of understanding where they are where, where they want to be and what's been the true root cause of what's holding them back and then a, a simple transitional question that, that I ask is saying like, assuming our product and services checks all your boxes, or would you be in a position to want to move forward with this? And then we just do a trial and then we just dig into more conversation and feel out any kind of uncertainties or objections that we may need to um, uh, overcome before the end of the call to see if we can have a next yes step. The next yes step is like, will you sign the contract? Will you go forward with us? And if it's not going to be that, the next yes is, when are we hopping on the next call? What's the, like, do we need to go through other channels in your company? Or is there a wife that, that now just you want to bounce the idea off of? So then we just always want to have a next yes. Um, so we're not really kind of chasing down the barrel of a potential ghost situation. 
This is great. Uh, so you mentioned earlier mindset. So what are your biggest tips for making sure that you create the right mindset to help you reach your business and financial goals? You know what? I mean, it's simple. Like I don't have this elaborate morning mantra. I don't read a ton of books. I mean, I kind of just like, all I really do is kind of get up. And I mean, my morning routine is really get up, wash up, brush my teeth, drink my coffee. And I just kind of just chill by myself for about 30 to 40 minutes. And I just sit there. Like, I mean, I kind of, I'll, I'll check social sometimes, but I just get my mind right. So I'm like, I treat it like warming up for a sport. Like I'm not really ready to jump on the court and break the sweat. It's my pre-court sweat, if you will. So I'm kind of like listening to a little bit of a podcast. I may be watching like a testimonial video a client gave for us. So I can kind of create that appreciation of what I do and what we impact the world with. Um, and that's really how I get my mind right is like, why do I do this? And I have to constantly remind myself um, just because I want to wake up and I want to, I, I really truly feel like every time I get on a podcast like this or a coaching call with a client, like we're going all out energy wise to make sure that we make it their life 1% better or more. Um, and that's why we do this. Otherwise there'd be honestly no point. Um, so, I mean, my mindset tricks like early on were um, when I was really discouraged would be jumping on a goal cast um, uh, a video on YouTube or listening to Eye of the Tiger with Rocky or Lose Yourself Eminem or Mama Said Knock You Out with LL Cool J. Those are my go-to songs. Love it. Um, but th those really get me amped up and pumped up and I just get my energy up. And then it, and, and if I need something more expressive or something to kind of like get me a snap out of the day, I'll just call like one of my favorite clients and I'll just say, how's your day going? Like I'll get my chops going. I'll get my conversation going just and so they I probably feel love that. Oh yeah. Like I'll, I'll, and, and you never know. I mean, the timing could be right because like, I, and I say, like, like throughout the conversation, I'll be like, Hey, is there anything else that we can do to serve you? Like, are you fully aware of everything that we completely do? So, I mean, I can even turn that into an opportunity call, which had just happened last week. I just randomly called somebody while I was sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I want to talk to somebody I, I can just shoot the shit with for a little bit. And I called him and I'm like, Hey, is there anything else we can do to serve you? And he's like, I mean, as a matter of fact, I was just talking to my wife about this. I'm like, oh, you, did you know that's what we do? And I'm like, well, that's my fault for not making you aware. I'm like, what if we address this now? And we just turned it into a sales opportunity, which we brought on um, just by having that intimate call. My intention wasn't to offer or sell anything. My intention was just to say, how's your day going? I hope you have a great day. Is there anything I can do to serve you? And we just have a sort of friendly relationship without overdoing it into a friend zone. Right. This has been fantastic. So I, I, two things. First, I want to make sure that you tell everybody what's the best way to connect with you. And then if you have any last, you know, closing pieces of advice. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to connect with me, my name is Rahul Aleem. Um, I have a giveaway for you guys too. Um, it's on our website. It's a seven figure funnel map. There'll be a link to be able to join our group to watch a video on how to explain this so you can use it to attract and get clients. I use this one slide as my primary tool, like, cause I'm a big fan of simplicity. I don't do well with like long, overwhelming decks. I don't think clients really care about that anyways. Yeah. Um, so you can get access to it. It's on our website at customcreatives.com forward I'll, slash. I'll win. put a link in the show notes as well. Okay, perfect. And, and the, the last tip is really, I mean, this took me a long time to really wrap around my brain and it was mentorship. Like 
Like, why would I pay somebody money to get me where I want to go? And then once I took that away, I mean, I've been able to go to guys who have the former CEO of stamps.com to the former CEO of Sony home entertainment group. And then I have all these different mentors. I always have a couple in my pocket, just like I always compare things to athletes. Like if you want to be the best, you need to have different kind of mentors coaching you throughout your, your journey. And when you're early on, find somebody that you can connect with that can get you to that next level. So you just shorten the gap. You know, because I can tell you, it's going to be a long struggle if you're, you're trying to figure things out all on your own, when it could just be answered in a matter of an hour or two or a weekly call or whatever it may be. Um, and that's really the, the number one thing I always tell young people is get a mentor because that's just going to really help you and find somebody that's been there, done that. Don't find somebody who's just spewing stuff at the wall and is barely ahead of you struggling themselves. Find somebody who's, who's not too far ahead where they're too big. You don't want to go to like a nine figure guy when you're not even six figures a year yet. That may be too far and too advanced where you'll get even more confused. Go to somebody who's seven figures and you'll, you'll be perfectly fine. And as long as you have a good cultural fit and you feel good, you'll get where you want to be much faster. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Hey, thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Yeah, this was, this was fantastic. So thank you. And I hope that you feel better. Oh, thank you. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Rahul as much as I did. I just wanted to say thank you again for listening to the latest Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show. If you are interested in sponsoring a future show to promote your product or service, please contact us to see if it is a fit for our audience. And of course, be sure to subscribe to not miss out on our latest episodes. And if you are enjoying the show, we would sure love a review on your favorite podcast player. Be sure to connect with us on your favorite social media platform. You can find us on all the socials at Socially Powered, sharing tips, tricks, and the latest episodes on all things social, crypto, and blockchain related. Have a great day.